Valentine's Day. Welcome to Pukast. No, Fifi Poo in the English means Ephesus. It's not, it's not, it doesn't remind you of Poobel right away. No? It's something else. What is, okay. What is Ephesus? Exact. Oh. That's not nice. We're disgusting girls. When did we become so absolutely vulgar and r- and revolting? Um, we, we, when did our sense of humor descend into... Uh, what do you mean descend? I think it started low. Uh, it ascended when we uh, s- went to school and had to assimilate. Oh. And uh, now it is back to where it was when we were about two years old. Yes. Yeah. I remember there was a... Oh, there was a royal family... Uh, <laughs> Phoebe, you're not supposed to bring this up. Uh, this is not King, for the uh, King Poopoo, uh, Queen Pipi, yes. uh, Prince uh, Earwax. No? I think it Prince was Prince Boogers. That's Prince a masculine yes. uh, secretion of the body. And of course, Princess Earwax. Yes. With the royal family. Now, do you believe we are actual <laughs> twins? Okay? You cannot just come up with this by yourself and. You need, a, you need some <laughs> partners to say yes, no, no, yes. That's Bibi. Mm. What do we? Uh, it's Valentine's Day. What do we do tonight? We are going to be at Lucha Vavum. Yes, it's uh, where we did a second podcast. Yes, we are excited to be back. We are not uh, uh, probably not wrestling unless uh, you know we get there and uh, someone has broken the foot or something. You need a crack team of two twins to come in and uh, place. I think uh, we're actually planning to wear a very uh, delicate outfit. Yes. So we don't want to wrestle in no. that because it will get destroyed. All, all the rhinestones will fly off. and It's a nice pink outfit we wear for the Easter poster uh, in our calendar from... From 2005. Yes. We still have some of those calendars. They're maybe... Uh, oh, you know what? what? We should send one to the first person who sends us email. Uh, with question because we're trying to get questions from uh, our listeners to include you know make the show more interactive they are trickling in mm-hmm. but we would like uh, let's see what what would we say a first question to come in uh, you know that what, is you know, good you know what we have not got we uh, so far no twitter no tweet <gasps> that's uh, right okay so no no we have we have uh, some new people who've joined us but have they said anything have they asked a question have they no, interacted no. with us first person uh, to interact with us on a twitter is going to get a free calendar from 2005. How's that? I, I think it might be current again, right? Every seven years, it's, uh, yes. all the dates are the same. Something like that, yes. So uh, what is our Twitter? It's uh, at Poobel Twins. At Poobel Twins. So uh, now you have some incentive, some twin incentive. Mm-hmm. Oh, Phoebe, I had an idea I wanted to share. What is it? Well, you know, it's Valentine's Day today. I'm a lonely girl with no no partner. No, uh, I'm a very, lo- very lonely person. Am no, I, no. I'm a chopped liver. Uh, I'm talking non-twinsly speaking, oh. non-relatively speaking. Okay, I okay. have my daughter Chloe, but that is absolutely not what I'm talking about. I was wondering, do you think it would be okay well, if I instated a podcasting couch? So we decide to get our guests based on who, who I have crush on. Who does good pre-interview, winky wink, on the podcasting couch. It doesn't have to be the, the couch in our living room. Uh, please. Necessarily. That, that would be good. You know, I, I could maybe set up some mood lighting in my room. You take Chloe, you know, for afternoon, you know, once I set my sights on uh, 
someone special and you know that is exactly how we find our guests from now on perfect i love it uh merci I, it, it was just a crazy idea i did, was not sure you'd say yes or no but i say yes bibi uh, we have a very special guest. I say it every time, but I also mean it every time. He's not a Virgo. He's no, he's not. He's a. But he could be. Bibi, who is our guest this week? Oh, it's O. Just kidding. It's Mike O'Connell. <laughs> it's Mike O'Connell. We are very happy. He's he's actually first person who we did not know very well before we uh, podcasted. Exactly. We we saw him perform and. Uh, we fell in like with him mm-hmm. and we invite him on the show. First person that we have not known for, you know, a decade. Yes. Please enjoy and happy Valentine's to you. I win. to start with the song you, uh, you over there yeah i'll send you some song do that so i you know can get my stride yeah <laughs> you don't wake up with your stride no my stride is acquired <laughs> after many hours of waking okay well how, how long have you been awake um i've been awake i woke up at 10 all right what did you do last night i stayed up very late working you were working? What? Were, how were you working? I was toiling in a uh, beverage establishment. <laughs> <laughs> what, what exactly is a beverage establishment? Oh, it's a, you know, it's um, where people go to uh, imbibe in beverages mm-hmm. and uh, allegedly enjoy their lives. I see. How do you know that they're enjoying their lives? Well, they giggle. Mm-hmm. They uh, engage in various rapports with their friends how many rapports if you're going to give a guesstimate how many rapports um how many did you see last night literally last night i saw thousands of rapports thousands of rapports (laughs) this place was riddled with rapports did you engage in any of these or were you just oh no i i walk around with a rag and um i'm not a available to indulge in rapports you are not because of your rag because of the rag yes you have a rag of silence no one sees me it's a rag of silence a rag of silence and invisibility an invisibility rag actually my goodness. <laughs> that's a, also one of my songs <laughs> the invisibility <laughs> rag do you uh, uh, what do you do with your rag um i just put it on my shoulder mm-hmm. and then people don't talk to me and I walk around and pick up glasses. Do you have one of those flags? Because I'd like to use it. Oh, no. I mean, these are readily available. Really? Especially, well, in L.A., if you don't want to talk to women, mm-hmm. you just have to walk around with a rag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you literally will never speak to a woman, especially in L.A. They see your they see your rag and not your lovely face? No, they. I mean, it's... A cloak of inv- invisibility. I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued by this rag, and uh, I think we need to find a way to market. And there's this no, rag. yeah, there's no, um, there's no special thing about these rags. It's no. just a rag. It is. <laughs> wow. And that's why I always wonder why people struggle so much with creating a cloak of in- scientists for mm-hmm. years try to make things invisible, but you just need a rag. A lot of money has gone into that. I've seen. <laughs> On a, like a boingboing.net, people are like, we're so close to an invisibility rag. Exactly. And they had no idea. They're focusing on the fact that they're, you know, they're trying to reflective, some sort of reflective exactly. thing. Yes. 
I'm afraid that they're mis <laughs> <laughs> misunderstanding the quandary. Have you shared the secret with anyone uh, before um, this? This is the Today? first time that I've spoken wow. about the uh, my cloak of invisibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's especially relevant because I was just there. It mm-hmm. seems like moments ago. Do you take it home with you or do you leave it? Do you have a hook that you leave it there? No, um, when I'm there, I don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I go home, I'm, I'm just starved for attention. Mm. You, you've never accidentally worn it when you're performing, because that would be quite a con. I know. Oh, no. People would be like, what is that loud noise? <laughs> <laughs> and why? Like, what, what hyper postmodern motherfucker is this? <laughs> He's not even here. <laughs> but performing nonetheless. So you have to be careful when you wear the rag. Yes, you can't forget that you have it on your shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> we have not said our guest's name. We must say our guest's name. We, we, our guest maybe should say his own name because he has... I am um, Mike O'Connell, he, I suppose. He says it with a little shrug. Yeah. I um, Like, it's no big deal. But I always know. thought I was more of a Royce. A Ro- first or last name? Royce O'Connell. Royce O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> But it ends up that I'm not as lucky as a Royce. I'm more of a Mike, a so generic. O'Connell's good, but uh, Mike's not so much. O'Connell, well, I mean, O'Connell could use some updating some as well. Up. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> Perhaps, um, I don't know what my favorite last name would be. Royce, I don't know. Maybe just Royce. Just Royce. <laughs> just one name kind of guy. It's a powerful name. I think it could stand for all three. <laughs> no middle name needed either? No. But now everyone's quiet, so you don't agree. Well, you don't no, agree. <laughs> Sometimes quietness is the best way to agree. <laughs> I just, I think it should be a Royce O something. Ro- Royce O. Oh, you like the O I like the O, yeah. yes. But after that, I'm not sure. So, you know, it could just be Royce O with apostrophe and just leave it at that. Oh, I've never seen that before. Me neither. <laughs> that actually is quite <laughs> odd. <laughs> I th- maybe if I was uh, going to play to my comedic shadows, I would uh, name myself Royce O'Hijinks. Oh. I love it. <laughs> Royce O'Hijinks. Yeah, maybe just leave the O apostrophe and then whatever mood you feel. Oh, you, oh it's, a, you it's just... a versatile name. Yeah. It's a malleable name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that, that we are too addicted to our names. That is a... Excellent point. <laughs> yeah, some people are like so fucking, they're junkies for their names. To name, for example, somebody like that. Some people really think they're like, well, I'm my name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell me about it. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely true. <laughs> Especially in Los Angeles, my oh life. Yeah, God. it's like uh, you're nothing without your name. Yes. When in fact, your name is kind of an arbitrary thing given to you by people that don't know you yet. Exactly, or your agent, but yeah. you know. <laughs> that's very true. I didn't even think about that. Um, you mentioned the shadows. Uh, yes. Could you tell us more about these shadows? Um, it's almost like asking me to explain humanity. Well, <laughs> to explain we, we shadows. have we have about forty-five minutes. Oh, left, good, so. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, uh, let's get started. <laughs> uh, the shadows. I mean, the world is full of shadows. Let's start with that. That's the world true. is full of shadows. Some, um, some help you. Yes. Some hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some make you blue. Some make you giggle. Nicely put. Shadows are a very another versatile word. You know, very versatile because it's something good and bad. 
can a depending shadow, on your scenario can one shadow be good and bad at absolutely the, at the same a- time or absolutely a shadow can be uh well sometimes you think a shadow is bad mm-hmm. when in fact it's to your benefit i see and sometimes like if you uh like smoking shadows sometimes if you want to get high you smoke some shadows <laughs> <laughs> The word is that versatile <laughs> that you can, <laughs> and you don't sound like um, a big weed head when you say, "I'm going to go smoke shadows." No, not at all. <laughs> you just sound like a poet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, demon. Oh, it is a it's a fire station. It's old news at this point. I know nobody cares about the fire station. But Royce has never heard it before, so. Royce, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he has not. Royce, oh. I don't know how do you how do you verbalize the apostrophe? <laughs> you did it physically. You physically expressed it. Yeah. <laughs> Royce, oh. Uh. <laughs> yes, you have to open your mouth as if something else was coming out, but it's not. And it's just not there. No. Your brain didn't work, or it make it seem like that. Maybe. <laughs> you have a book of poetry. I think this would be a good time for you to maybe read a poem, if you would like. Okay. Is it possible? Yeah, of course. What uh, is the name of your book of poetry? My book of poetry is is entitled Impractical Pocket Poesy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a lot of poems. And these poems are notorious because half of the poems have given the Pope boners. Only half? Only half. The that other one. That is a good enough number. <laughs> no, I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm not critiquing. Do you know how few boners the Pope gets? <laughs> I don't think, I think you're just, you're, I'm not a genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's illustrated. It's illustrated. Did you by, do these illustrations? No, I did not. Uh, my dear friend Jimmy Thompson was a gentleman enough to illustrate them. And uh, yeah, well, why don't I just dive, just... dive right in. Okay. This is a poem entitled A Lover's Checklist. May she have beauty. May she be kind. May she arouse with her body as well as her mind. May her heart be wide open, ready to fill. And may she be only gently mentally ill. This is a serious poem. Oh, this is not a joke. No. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a tragedy when people take it lightly. <laughs> I, I do not like when there's someone you're interested in is too mentally ill. Oh, no. I think that's probably the biggest uh, difficulty in finding somebody is like somehow figuring out their mental illness. Mm. <laughs> it's like a funny game? No? It, it, well, it's like, yeah, finding a compatible mental illness. Mm. Have you ever met someone who's completely sane? Um, well, that's, an in, that's a certain type of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the most troubling, actually. Mm. It's like uh, I, even at the, uh, at the beverage establishment last night, there was one woman I was speaking to, and she immediately told me all of her issues and i was like wow that is kind of refreshing in a certain way but so fucking dark (laughs) it's like we all kind of pretend to you know we put forth these different personalities and hide things kind of you know but not for her not for her (laughs) what what was the segue into all of her problems uh she because I'm so quiet at this bar and I don't really talk a lot and I just do my job, mm-hmm. she's like, I like him. <laughs> and she kind of like has a crush on me because I'm not grabbing her ass or something, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so she was like, I want to make you dinner. And I, <laughs> this whole thing. And then she just starts unloading like, I mean, I can't. I, you don't have to tell us. Yeah, but there was really... 
it was a shock, you know. But it was funny because, you know, if you do date or whatever, you're just kind of trying to trying to figure out these things about somebody without them saying them, as opposed to somebody just saying them, and then <laughs> there you are. Where do you go from there? I don't know that you go straight to the bedroom. No? <laughs> no. Did you share your own um, neuroses with, he- with her? I did not, actually. No? Well, I should have been a gentleman. That would have <laughs> been the right thing to do. <laughs> I was just like, kind of just like, okay. <laughs> it didn't, so it didn't open you up? No, it kind of shut me down okay. because it was a new experience. You know, I was like, this is not how it usually goes. So does that make it good or bad? I don't know. Is the jury still out? It just happened. I'm sure you... Well, she still wants to make me a steak. And I'm so broke, I'm going to fucking take her up on it. All right. <laughs> and if, the se- if it comes with sex or something, my God, I'd be foolhardy to deny it. And But you know, if, if something comes up that uh, is a little too much for you, you cannot say you were not warned. You, no, you say... I know. That's the problem as well. It's like, it's a, it's like a multi-edged sword. <laughs> Would you, so you would go to her home to have uh, a steak? She would like me, she wants to make me a steak and a Capri salad in her private residence. Oh. Just because I don't talk a lot at this bar. Okay, do you think that she is maybe projecting who she would like you to be because I, you're quiet? I, this morning, I thought about it all this morning, and I was like, that's what Marlon Brando's talent was. It's like he's qu- kind of quiet and mysterious, and every he's like a vessel for other people's um mm-hmm. n- insanity you know it's like oh i'm gonna put on him whatever i want and like uh and little does she know that i have this other life you know i don't <laughs> talk about anything else at this place so it's like she doesn't know my other side she so she does not know what you do not at all oh and that... i think that's even makes me some sort of you know and i'm like i mean i'm like a bus boy <laughs> it's like fucking the bus boy <laughs> he's li- he's like wesley in a uh, princess bride Exactly. It's like the stable boy. Yeah. But I think she will be shocked because you're, uh, I would say, you're a pretty well-known and very talented uh, comedian. Well, not to black out drunks. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's, it, is, it is funny. It's like a separation of um, church and state or something. It, it reminds me, I mean, uh, I'm not sure how much you want to talk about, uh, for example, some stuff you've done in the past, like a video. Um <clears throat> That was shot in a bar mm-hmm. that uh, I saw. What was the name of that song? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Yes. It's Fifi's favorite song. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, di- it's a dirty, dirty shadow. Um, <laughs> I think the word I used was vulgar. But vulgar. It's a vulgar <laughs> shadow. That's more beautiful than... <laughs> but it's very, it's very funny. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a lot of experiences where people you don't expect to enjoy that kind of vulgarity, enjoying it. You know, like, I think everybody privately is that vulgar. In their head, they're like, I wish everything was fucking so dirty. But it's like... There's just no question about it. You yeah, know? exactly. That's that's the funniest part about the whole thing, is that it kind of... Uh, I tapped into the human mind. You <laughs> the overshadow, as I call it. I would, I would love to see the lady in the bar as she watches that video for the first time. Yes. Exactly. And then she's like, oh, no. <laughs> she's like, he's just like everybody. Oh, and she actually, she literally did say, you're not like the others. Because it's like, you don't, 
objectify me or something. Yeah, did she give specifics on who you are based on... Uh... Well, she's like, you're so cute and you just do your job. Oh, what? Oh, I, I mean, I'm trying goodness. to remember this, the one phrase. She's like, you do your, like, really low-end job. She was just, like, kind of romanticizing the fact that I was a busboy. Oh. <laughs> Which is, like, I love it. I mean, you know, you can either get upset about that shit or just be like no why get upset it's so funny i wouldn't get upset it's like it's like a separate life no it is and it was it was very amusing to just think about how that to some is attractive you know it's like it really depends on the person or what they it's like the rich person who likes to fuck poor people Mm -hmm. it's really interesting well i mean i'm trying to see it from her point of view and to she seems to be thinking that you are, you know, just simple guy who I- enjoys what you're doing and maybe doesn't have some shadows. <laughs> I, you know she she knows nothing of my shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. But I do see how that could be very attractive. But um, and yeah. it was just like depending on her experience with these men, you know, mm-hmm. like she's maybe all of her lovers have coke dick because they're all fucking doing blow in the bathroom and they're all. I mean, not to be get vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. It's like she's used to a certain kind of treatment from a certain level of guy. And uh, just you, you're nice to her once and that kind of changes the game. Mm. <laughs> now she's offering you her waba, is that right? <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden her waba is mine. No, what is this word waba? I, I'm not familiar waba with Waba is another versatile word. It's uh, part of my private language. It's on... The W page of my dictionary. It is. Okay. And uh, is it? Uh, does it have just one meaning, or it has several? Oh, it has several meanings. Mm. But uh, the one meaning <laughs> that it, I I had to do. Um, well, sometimes it means vagina, mm-hmm. and sometimes it means drink, and sometimes it means sandwich. Mm. So <laughs> not she... to belittle the vagina, no. which I have deep respect for. But in your context, BB, she was offering what a sandwich. Uh, well, like a very light, a very light shadow of yeah. it. <laughs> Are there other words? Is there another word I need to know before it gets thrown out and I'm just standing there like an idiot? Oh, well, no, yes. Uh, well, rumpate. Well, that was that was the incarnation. I, I've said these many words just to myself and then I started saying them out loud. And then uh, <laughs> rumpate is in the Urban Dictionary. Somebody put it in there oh, yeah. because I did a bit on Jimmy Kimmel. And instead of saying his penis penetrated her vagina, mm-hmm. I said his rumpate penetrated her waba because the lawyers wouldn't let me say his penis penetrated her vagina. Oh, that is brilliant. And you... so I was going, can I just use nonsense words? And they were like, <laughs> I guess so. I guess they didn't go to a very good law school. But um, so some lovely person out in the world, put it on the Urban Dictionary that Rumpate was penis, as coined by Mike O'Connell. Wow. And uh, its uh, antecedent is waba, which is, <laughs> means vagina. <laughs> antecedent might not be the right word. I don't know, sometimes. Uh, it works. Ante is in there, so it's Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, so you're, that's a famous thing to have, a word in a, a Urban Dictionary. I was very surprised that I... I was included. How, how was this brought to your attention? You're just going Somebody to the Somebody posted it on my Facebook page, mm. and I was like, Jesus Christ, why am I not more wealthy? <laughs> if I'm, if Can you I'm, cash in on that now? I know. I, now I've, if I, I'm, I just walk around with like a Whisper 2000 waiting for somebody to say <laughs> Rumpate, and I charge them $5. Only five? Well, I'm, I'm not a jerk. 
But we got away from your favorite video. I'm sorry. Did you want to talk about that some more? No, I just love that video. I think it's a. Thank you. It was a funny song. You're funny. Uh, what is his name? The other, the other young man in that movie. Ken. Ken. Ken Jong. Yes, Doctor Ken. He is funny, um, but he is directed very well. Oh yes, Clay uh, Clay Allen, uh, my friend from high school, directed is so well done. Oh. You know, that was, I think that's the beyond its other glories. That is the. That is the glory of it, you know. But uh, it is really well done. And I'm not not masturbating myself. Just all the <laughs> others involved were so, so good. You have several videos. Um, yes. is, is it your favorite one or which one is your favorite? Um, another one, well, that's like I did the Funny or Die videos. And um, I like, I mean, Totally Crazy is a fun one because it's just so silly. And then... I've had some drinks, which is one that no one has really seen. But We've seen I, it. Yeah, you've seen that. I, th- I think that's, <laughs> and again, Clay Allen did that, and it's just like this really well thought out uh, piece, you know, with odd kind of, it's a great idea, you know, it's like as opposed to just doing videos where there's an idea behind it as opposed to just being Yes, it's not a a, exactly literal, you know, there's like a lot of visual elements that really make you think. Yeah, exactly. About and then when, and once you think about them you're like, why am I thinking about this? Um Asian Baby is also another one. Asian babies. That, baby, really so that was like I couldn't believe that somebody um allowed me so many babies in that room. Did we, you get to play with all of them? Uh yeah, we I mean, it's funny when you hire babies for a shoot how willingly the parents are, uh, you know, available. The baby is available to you, and they're like, well, you know, my baby's going to be famous. So (laughs) it's kind of dark and sweet. (laughs) It's like chocolate, dark chocolate. (laughs) It's dark and sweet. (laughs) How many babies? Are like six babies? We had six babies, around six or seven babies. And, uh... And, uh, you know, it was their babies, so they can't really respond to any... Like, sometimes the parents would be like, oh, no, 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 the baby's fine. It's like, no, the baby's going crazy. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 the baby's fine. Get it, get the baby in the fucking shot. Get the baby in the fucking shot. It's like, well. <laughs> they just want to make sure the baby is on camera. They want, and then they kind of don't think about the overarching concept of what, I mean, not that everyone always thinks that song is about me, like, molesting babies or something. It's literally about fucking, you know, being sweet and like yes. loving little babies it's not well specifically asian babies which i have to say are usually 10 to 20 percent cuter than every other. oh absolutely my friend tells me uh, he told me this story about how he's there's a, he's at some party in montreal at the comedy festival and this manager brought they were talking and he's like oh yeah i'm friends with mike and the manager goes oh you've got to see this guy he does this song about Asian babies, and he basically implied that I was molesting these babies. And I was like, this is a song about the beauty of youth and uh, humanity, and no one, you know, it's like sometimes people misunderstand you so deeply when you're trying to be sweet. I have to say that says a lot more about the person saying I know, it, because yeah. I never ever thought that that Maybe song was about... Maybe you should edit that out, it's such a dark <laughs> thing that I even brought it up. <laughs> no, it's a, I find that, I mean, just I've never thought of that, and nobody's ever said... No, I know. That, I mean, I didn't think about that either, because I just thought it was... I really one day saw an Asian baby, and I was like, that's the best baby. Yeah, it's the cutest baby. <laughs> that's the sweetest baby. Now, why are you the one in the crib? You're, well, the, you're the one in the playpen. Oh, because um, 
I it's you a know. jail keeping him away from the Asian yes. people. <laughs> well, well, it's not a jail because that would imply that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, see, I guess there's a lot of reason. I did get an email after that came out from a guy who, from his email address, seemed to work for ESPN, and he was like, "Is this?" A video making fun of people that adopt Asian babies. Again, put it, wow. he put whatever he wanted on the oh. song. You know, it's like everybody. You know, if you create something, you just have to be ready for uh, people to put their own fucking psychopathy. What? On so, it. what would the rest of that conversation be? Did I, you, you well, said no. I, I was just, I was so shocked and kind mm. of, you know, not offended, but I was just like sad because it's like he said, me and my wife had been trying to have a kid for so long. And then we adopted a child, and you, and then, and then he goes, and then he explained the video, which was the, probably the best part, because he goes, for some reason, you're dressed up like a dandy in a jail, <laughs> and you're scre- red-faced and screaming, and I was like, that's the kind of, the, it's like your enemy is your best explainer. <laughs> somebody, somebody who hates you explains you perfectly sometimes. Red-faced and screaming red-faced, <laughs> red-faced screaming dandy. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for the yeah. very odd compliment. <laughs> so, so his heart was a little broken because he thought that he was... Yeah, and I was like, I'm so happy you got an Asian baby. It's like, that's what the whole song's about. I and can't get can one. And can I play with it And now. can I play with it? And when can we do lunch, dude? <laughs> Oh, that's bizarre. So did you respond? I did not respond to that because I just didn't want to, you yeah. know. Obviously, the guy was working out his own shit. Yes. I, I ain't no therapist. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. He, that could have gone on forever. No, yeah. We could still be kind of, maybe we would have become friends, I guess, mm. eventually once mm. I once I soundly explained myself, <laughs> which is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I think the song explains everything if you just listen to the lyrics. I know. So if uh, if you need more of an explanation, I don't think it's going to happen for you. The man should be more literal in his listening. Yes. Maybe he had plenty of conversation with his wife before they adopt baby about everybody's going to make songs about this and and then his worst dream came true. (laughs) Well, it's like if you think about a guy watching HBO (laughs) Funny or Die and then he sees this and then he's like, well, now I'm mad. It's like what? It's finally, like, yeah, it's, I don't. Finally, I have something to yeah. be fucking so upset about. Because so, my dream of having a baby came true, and seems like everything's going fine. Yeah, he needed. He needed yeah. something to like. He needed another hurdle because yeah. yes. he had found happiness, yeah, and finally. nobody can be happy no. without you know toil and struggle. But you were red-faced and screaming in that Oh, I mean, I'm not going to deny that. I have have little choice over my skin tone. (laughs) Why why write a song unless you're very emotional, you know? And you showed that emotionality with the screaming screaming through the bars. Uh, Would we like to do another poem right now? Do you think it's a good time? Mm -hmm. Could you tell us what page so maybe we can read along? Oh, we didn't didn't number the pages. (gasps) It's more of an emotional journey than a numbered journey. Uh, What color page are you on? (laughs) Yeah, I know that's... (laughs) That was another fun thing about the book. Um, you do you want a dark one or a silly one? The last one. What the last one was kind of was romantic. So you know, it's your oh, choice. Yeah, this is a, a Valentine's Day show, so if you want oh, to yeah, use that as right. a theme, let me find. Uh, oh, to dwell in the laps of the girls. Sounds nice. It's a, such a well-worn book. 
I yes, I use it often. Good. <laughs> to dwell in the laps of the girls. We obviously have yet to drink the right amount of whiskey, as the lasses are cold, and I'm not yet bold enough to get one to kiss me. So strengthen your pore and give us some more of the golden elixir you know we adore. For we all know if the whiskey does flow, then we'll dwell in the laps of the girls. We will dwell in the laps of the girls. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. <laughs> I kind of I got all dramatic there. You I, did. I should have I should have said it with more levity, because then it seems like I'm a menace, some sort of sexual menace. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, good. No. Now you're like that guy who looks into your video and says that you're. <laughs> now I'm reading into my own <laughs> shit. It's What's like happening? yeah, you can kind of continue to read into everything. I guess that I've learned that. Do you ever read your poems on like a? Have you ever watched like a deaf comedy jam or something? No, I'm sorry, deaf poetry jam. Yes. They have a certain way of reading poems. Yeah. It's very distinct. Yeah, I'm never. I mean, that always makes me giggle <laughs> more than <laughs> hits me where I live. <laughs> so I, I don't know. <laughs> it's so uh, hard for me to. Is it angry to. explaining or? <laughs> That's it. It is. They they do the poem. They have a certain way of saying the poem. Their cadences extreme yes that's it and but the entire time they're doing that it doesn't matter what the subject matter is yeah it's too bad because it almost gets lost in yes. that way because you're like oh this is one of those poems exactly <laughs> yes and then all you can hear is that cadence they're yeah. going to say the cadence and, and it doesn't necessarily <laughs> rhyme but it is a some sort of tap right into my heart <laughs> it's like yeah right <laughs> Take take a couple knees, dude. You're not. It's like sometimes, sometimes it's not good to be that serious. No, it's people not. take you less seriously when you're that serious. They do. They they stop listening to your angry poem. Mm -hmm. Have you done a poetry shows in Los Angeles? I've done some poetry and you know stand up. I, when the book came out, I did a, like a little reading at this uh, little bookstore. But um, I don't know. Do they have poetry shows in L.A.? I'm sh they have everything shows in yes. LA. I mean, I guess I I don't. I should try it. Thank you. I'm not suggesting you should. I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be a nightmare. Well, fuck I you. I know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, know what you mean. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not not suggesting you should because you have a fine book of poems. Yeah, poetry. It's like I stand up. It's like, do you do you want to get involved in another world? Hmm. I understand that. And you should because it might open your eyes to something, but. But how many worlds do you have time for? I know. You have a lot of worlds right now. You have a... I have too many worlds. I think that focusing on one would probably be very beneficial. <laughs> no, spread out. Yeah. Know. I think I'm going to focus on the barback world. <laughs> <laughs> and just really, really focus on that and just get become the most sound of barbacks that I will eventually... Barbackery. I'll write a book about barbackery. <laughs> I bet you could actually write a fantastic book about barbackery. Exactly. I've only done it for a couple months, and I already have a a date. Enough, <laughs> a date. A steak. And um, many silly stories. I bet you could write a, a lot of either good poems or stories or something like that. So get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the inspiration. Do you? Um, are you also in the music world? Is that a different thing? Was that part of your comedy? Do you think? Do you um, integrate it? Um, I uh, like. I mean, I love music. It's always been an important thing to me, and I think serious music. I think I've just had a lot of trouble taking myself seriously throughout my life. So sometimes, 
even when I try to be serious, I end up being silly. That's not so bad. No, though, it's not. It? It's, I mean, there are worse punishments uh, in this life. <laughs> than being silly. Um, so you've been a fan of comedy <clears throat> for a while? Uh, yes, since I was a wee babe. A wee babe. Um, you grew up in... Chicago, outside of Chicago. Uh, northern suburbs. So you're exposed to some, some pretty fine comedies. I went to uh, Second City a lot with my parents, and I got to see, like, Chris Farley and, you know, all the uh, Stephen Colbert and all these people, so it was a big deal. Inspiring, you know? What cool parents to take you to see comedy. Yeah, well, they, you know, they they enjoyed uh, they enjoyed it as well, mm -hmm. so... I think it was a very selfish move, actually. <laughs> they wouldn't take me to the science museum like I wanted to go. No, I'm, they, they were just, uh, they enjoy levity. I see. That's important. Not, yeah. not every parent do. No, some people are pretty serious about everything. And they were only serious about some things. <laughs> What things? What things? They were serious about me playing sports for a long time, <laughs> which was so fucked up. And then they were serious about my grades, which were shite. And my brother had such good grades that uh -oh. my grades looked even worse <laughs> in comparison. But, you know, they, I think as a parent, you have to be serious sometimes and kind That's of a good parent. bring mm. down the hammer. You have an older brother? An older brother, yeah. Do you have many siblings or just one? Just one. Just, just the one. one. And uh, so were you sportsy when you were younger? Sportsy? Yes. Well, did you sports around? I sports. <laughs> yes, I sports often. What kind of sports? Uh, I played hockey and baseball and football and um, those sports. And then I, I fractured my vertebrae in high school and sporting finished itself. I see. <laughs> were you happy or sad about this thing? Um, it was a very depressing thing, but... It was, I was happy to be sent off to use my energy in another way. Where did you get sent off? Oh, I mean, just, <laughs> I couldn't, I could no longer, like, scream on a football field, you know? So I had to scream somewhere else, which was in theaters and... I see. And, uh, uh in private residences. <laughs> your, your vertebrae, uh, what happened? You have, uh, somebody hit you? Or? Uh, well, I think... There was no specific moment. It just mm. kind of became this thing that was a small fracture that kind of grew as I, I continued to foolishly run into other <laughs> young men. <laughs> that will do it. Yeah. Yes. That sounds sexual. It wasn't at all, I assure you. He's, he's leading into his own thing. I, again, yeah. I, again, I got to stop judging myself. <laughs> well, you are, I think that's a great thing then. So you went uh, from sportsies to theater. To the theaters. Yes, and some com comedies and that type of thing. Yeah, and then so then you, it's like uh, you find out what your, what your purpose is. And you found, did you enjoy it more than your sports? I kind of missed, uh, or I missed at the time is still a little bit the weird violence of the whole th sporting oh, endeavor. Yes. Like football is like this strange violence that you can release. But I think I've translated that, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes into my performances, which is like... It needs an outlet, so. Yes, your violence is released through your through laughter. Through yeah. laughter, which is like, if you're going to be violent, you mm -hmm. might as well be violently humorous. <laughs> Michael Connell, violent humorist. <laughs> <laughs>
the first, and uh, I guess Sam Kinison's gone. So, no, so yes, <laughs> not, I'm not the first. Did you you watch some uh, comedy on television too? Yeah, I always just uh, watch anything. I mean, I it's like when you're young, you even like bad comics. Who, who is a bad comic? <laughs> oh, come, come, come. <laughs> No, I, I remember my brother and I just really enjoying Rich Little, who is not a bad comic, but he is a very, like a... He's mainstream. He's very mainstream. Yes. I think that, that and then you think you're cool, so you kind of get more specific tastes, and then... Right. I, I really liked uh, Richard Lewis when I was younger. Oh, he was... He, I was like, I wish that guy was my friend, you know? Because it's <laughs> like, he he really just talks about the most inane stuff <laughs> and he's so nervous and worried about uh i remember the piano and then he had like a long really long piece of paper on the piano no that I was don't. an hbo special i think i don't remember what it was called but he just like always walking over to this piano and just being like <laughs> oh my god it's like it was so funny i was like why are why are the jewish people that i go to school with not this funny <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that i saw i saw his hbo's and uh, but I don't I could not tell you a single joke he did, <clears throat> but I really loved him. I thought he was so funny. Yeah, that was that's the thing about. I mean, a lot of times you just remember the feeling of yes. comedy, then you remember the jokes. You know, it's like a, he's so ridiculous. <laughs> and he wore black. Yeah, exactly. Black, yes. He must have some very good dandruff shampoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him lately on a Curb Your Enthusiasm? Um, I've, I've seen him on it and he's just still like, it's so good to know that even the falsified version of himself is his himself. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like he's not, he just is himself. It's like, that's kind of the most glorious part of being a comedian and, or trying to be a comedian is like, if you're allowed to be yourself, it's like kind of this great glory. You yeah. Know? And he has done it now for like 57 years. Yeah, you know? exactly. On stage for 57 years. Yes. But he still is really stressed <laughs> about it. It's like, you think that would be the guy. It's like, oh, I've been allowed to be myself forever? Well, now I can just sit on a couch and be and smile all day. But no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, what if he ever, like, calms down? That's the end of his career, you know? He's got to go back to therapy. Yes, he well. Like, I've, I've, I'm so happy. <laughs> he was a good one. He was uh, total tits. T well, is it... Hyper tits. Hyper Hypotits, I've never heard that term before, have you? Um, no, it makes sense, though. So maybe so, maybe you've heard those words separately. but I have heard them separately. Never married like that. No. It reminds me of a poem in your book. Which poem? The Boss Man. Yes. Do we need that to be read right now? Why don't I just throw it down, you know? Yeah. This is a poem that a lot of people understand because most people have bosses. It's called, You Are Not the Tits, Boss Man. Your demands make me nervous, and I'm sick of your fits. Know this much, Boss Man, you are not the tits. It's almost a perfect poem. <laughs> it's almost. It's almost. What would make it perfect, Fifi? Yeah, what it, what can, please help. If more, please. If more people knew about it. Yeah, no, that would, exactly. <laughs> if, if the population of America would understand it. Well, they I, actually like that, yeah. My mom has a this Irish friend, this psychopath Irish friend, and she got my book of poems, and she, like, put it on her refrigerator and stuff and wow. sent it to her family in Ireland. So 
<laughs> and then they put it on their refrigerator. That's so a great I, stock. I like to think that in some weird private residence in Ireland, this poem is on the refrigerator. <laughs> and you know what? I can die happy. I'm, well, I think it is a universal sentiment. It you is. Know? <laughs> but what about the, I've got to write a response poem from the bosses. What would he say now? It's like, why so grumpy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought my demands were reasonable. <laughs> Maybe Richard Lewis could play yeah. the boss. <laughs> yes, that would it's be It's like, great. what? I try so hard. <laughs> And maybe that boss has a boss, you know? You don't oh, know. Oh, no. We all, and aren't we all employees of the creator? Uh, no, are The we? sexless creator. <laughs> you make a very good point there. We are all slaves. No, I mean, that's not, a little... Not, not sure about that. No, a little depressing like yeah. that. Okay, yeah. we're, uh, we're all free men and ladies. Sounds better. Bibi, have you any more questions? Um... You, okay, you strangle your twin or no? I mean, is that a joke? That is, you know, I mean, I think the best jokes are, you know, come from a place of truth. And so I did strangle my twin brother in the womb mm -hmm. many, many years ago. Was there a reason for it? Or? Uh, a bit of a space hog. <laughs> yeah? He was, yeah. And it, a little too rambunctious for my, for my flavor. Okay, all right. Uh, you didn't? Did you absorb him afterwards, or? Yes, he's in my he's he's in my left thigh now. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have his power, or? Well, sometimes I think he's the one that makes me overthink everything. Really? You know? Yeah, because oh. I it's like I'm there. I am doing something, and then I overthink it, and it must be Royce. Interesting. His name is Royce. His name was going to be Royce. Yeah. Uh, so if you call yourself Royce, it actually... It's not a fabrication. No. <laughs> not at all. There's, uh, part of you is Royce, so it, Royce you don't have to explain me. which... I am Royce. Part. Yeah. Are you a left-handed individual? No, I'm a right-handed okay. individual, <clears throat> which I, doesn't bode well for my comedy career, from what I understand. Why is that? Most comedians are left-handed. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, Blainso is left-handed. Yeah, see, that's why it's so funny. Who else is left-handed? Seinfeld. Oh. Um... There's a lot. There's a long list. <laughs> That's two. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> the, the list is long. Spot. I think um, the internet would be better than my mind to root. I'm sure Richard Lewis has a left-handed. That's interesting. And if he was right-handed, he probably tied his hand behind his back to, <laughs> to <Yes>. become left-handed. <laughs> just for the struggle of it all. You, you were making reference to the beginning of one of his songs. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yes. The, the Insanity song? Is it totally crazy? Or? Yeah, totally crazy. That's yeah. a song in my private language. It took me so long to write, you know. Do you, can you tell the backstory of uh... the video? Yeah. Well, I always uh, I used to work in a video store when I was very young, and there's this insane man who would come in, and for whatever reason, he would buy, he would always come in and buy three diet cokes from the video store and never rent a movie. <laughs> And so my joke in my head was that this guy would buy three Diet Cokes for his mannequins. <laughs> he'd just take these Diet Cokes home and put them in front of mannequins. And he's like, dinner time. <laughs> and uh, there's just thousands of Diet Cokes in this room because the mannequins, of course, never drink them. They're not thirsty. And uh, so I just always like the idea of performing for a captive audience in that way, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> um, also, the, the bedroom in the beginning, I love. The oh, yeah, sleeping. mowing mowing the carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, was a, that was a fun one. 
in your garden. Oh, the liquor garden. Oh, it's yes. like, who doesn't want a liquor <laughs> garden? <But laughs> and he, there's a hobo sneaks in. With a bindle. <laughs> Eddie Pepitone <laughs> is uh, is the the liquor garden invader mm-hmm. in that. Of course, nails it again. You're upset because he's drinking liquor before it's fully mature. Yeah, yes. it's it, it's it's a common problem. It so is. Some people have liquor <laughs> fever and they can't wait for it to refine itself. Yes, he's desperate. <laughs> Hobo is desperate. Eddie is also in um, L- The Living Wake. Yes, I uh, I deeply approve of Eddie Pepitone and his, uh, his humorous. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what a great nemesis. If we could all have him as a nemesis, I think we'd <laughs> all be better off. <laughs> have you had a long um, professional relationship with Eddie? Have you worked with him? Um, just in those two capacities, but I just always thought he was so funny and just such a lovely guy. Uh, he could turn it on if he wants, but he's also just a gentle person, you know, mm-hmm. which is such a great quality in a comedian who does such a kind of, you know, it's it's. There's the person and then the person, yes. <laughs> which is good. To sustain that kind of energy all day long, you would probably have to sleep for 18 hours a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've got to focus your energy. Yeah. Into short, <clears throat> short bursts of screaming. <laughs> Delected. From five to seven minutes. <laughs> well, you have a guitar with you. It's oh, yeah. lovely guitar. Would you like to play a song for I us? mean, should I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will. Uh, let's see. What is best way to get to capture sound? Oh, I think that's. Is that good? I or could just do this. Okay. Are you singing too? I will sing. <clears throat> yeah. So um, this is a song that I wrote, and it's called. Uh, it was my my friend had a baby, and I couldn't afford to get them anything for the baby, so I wrote him uh, the baby an advice song. And it's called You're Always Five Minutes from Jail. And I have to remember how to play it. of having a mind the people of your life they'll walk by you in a surreal parade some will come and go and some will stay but it's not up to you who stays and who goes and that can be the hardest part of it all and people will be cruel that doesn't mean you have to not all the rules should be rules we should only keep a few sometimes even love gets stale and you're always five minutes from jail remember that this life's the only life that's been given you don't waste your time on people telling you what they think you should do if there's some answer It's right there inside of you And you're lucky 
if you find it before you die And people will be cruel That doesn't mean you have to And not all the rules should be rules We should probably only keep a few And sometimes love gets still And you're always five minutes from jail I didn't write this song to bring you down Or to make you cry but if I did not tell you, I'd feel like I was lying Keep close a friend with bail Cause you're always five minutes If not three minutes from jail That was so lovely! I'm sorry for the mistake in the, in the beginning. There's Royce judging me. Royce, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, you leg baby. That was so beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. That is the luckiest baby to get that song. So, I hope he listens to it because I meant every word of it. That was beautiful. Thank you. Not really funny, though. Oh, no, it's not either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to write a song of a bunch of songs that aren't as funny. Just to uh, address the other parts of life. And the other parts of you? The other parts of me. And uh, songs are a good way to say things that you can't just bring up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's no reason to bring up most of them. Well, well you know, know what I mean. Yeah. I mean it's, it's like you can, you can say no one asks you a question when you write a song. You know, There's no lead in. It's just what you think. I think it's a great way to... Uh to to express yourself yeah oh and con and to connect as well yes, yes. so w where do you play the songs that are serious um i've only done one open mic and i i'm just trying i don't know how to kind of go play serious songs i just have to figure that out <laughs> it is as important as the comedy or i think it's a big part of me and i think i'd be foolish to deny it you mm -hmm. know what i mean but it's it's definitely just i enjoy the comedy so much that you know, it's like when you do one thing, it's like those actors who start bands. <laughs> you always get so embarrassed <laughs> when they do that. When so all it, of a sudden in you earnest, just, they're in earnest. Yeah, when somebody's earnest, and, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I guess I'm kind of like shy about being earnest. Maybe that's I, it's something I need to get over. But. Well, we, we are very judgmental girls, and <laughs> we we found that to be <laughs> quite lovely yes. and um, Thank you. eloquent. And, yeah. Right? I speak for both of us. Yes, it's it's not like he started jam band, you know. <laughs> well, maybe he did, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, no, so. you, it's like, uh, I forgot to tell you about my other project, <laughs> which is a jam band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you need to find more places to do your songs. Yeah, no, I do. And I, I just think it's been, it's almost like a more of a private thing than comedy. You know, like the, those, when you do a song that might be less humorous, it's like, I don't know. I think when you do comedy, you always expect laughter and you just want, you know, you expect a reaction. And when you're playing a song like that, the reaction is internal. Yes, that's And true. so it's. I'm just a junkie for the reaction, and I gotta get over that. Well, applause, you know, you would get applause at least. Yeah, but you, at a, like acoustic guitar songs, people are like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean. I'm, I'm just being... I, I do know what you... I think that's so. why comedy is so uh, seductive, because you do get this immediate response that people are not even capable of holding back. You yeah, know? exactly. And you can... It's You don't have to wait no, for somebody don't. to be like, wow, that was great. You know, somebody's, somebody has no choice but to be like... Or, or they do have a choice, you know, like if they don't laugh, it's just as haunting. You know, it's kind of a haunting thing as well. Would you have felt better if we had guffawed after your song was finished? Well, that's the thing. You can't... It's like, <laughs> what... I don't know. I guess I have to stop thinking about the response and concentrate on the thing. Do you yes. know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Because you just have to... It, I'm a sensitive guy, not to float my own boat, but... You seem like a very, very sensitive young man. I am. And young was so nice of you to say. <laughs> you lie, but <laughs> there are no visuals. Well, Bibi, it was such a beautiful song. I'm not sure that we have anything to top it. So do you very... want another song? I mean, I could do another yes. song or another poem or... Let's... let's um, we are almost at an hour. Why don't we end the show with a... Another lovely song. It's like sweet, sure. and it's about love. Okay. And it's um, I don't know. Maybe it is sad too. <laughs> you really can't tell when you make something up. Ramba the donje wada. Write each other poetry On some other world They keep us at the zoo To let the people watch and wonder How love grew so true I wish I lived On any world Other than this one On this one I can't have On some other world There's a bed of silk and fleece And it's our job to make love on it To provide that world with energy On some other world The only time we get upset Is when we think about some other world That we never met I wish I lived on any world Other than this one on this one I can't have you On this world we both admit it's not to be But on some other world you sleep so soundly in my I think that's a little bit of a sad song. <laughs> it is. But it's about um, admitting things as well. Mm -hmm. That's also a very beautiful song. You... Oh, thank you. Do, you. do you think about certain people when you're writing your songs? I think it may be sometimes, and then also it's part of the, of the overshadow. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Because it's like the general sadness of just moving on and mm. trying to 
be present as opposed to live in the past and things like that, you know? Yes, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, you know, you th I think about, you know, it's like you think about everybody when yeah. you, or your, all of your um, romantic errors. <laughs> well, Bibi, I think it's, uh, we are coming to the close of our podcast. Mm -hmm. We want to say thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. It was a joy well, and a pleasure. You. you bring your guitar, you bring your book of poetry. It's a... How can other people ha have your book of poetry? My book of poetry is available. Uh, uh, it's available on a website called Brainbow.com. Brainbow. Brainbow is the like a rainbow, but with a brain. With a brain, and uh, it has a website. Yes. A brainbowinc.com. Brainbowinc.com. Yes, I N C. And there's probably um, not many left. Can they go to your amazing website, too? Yes, they can. And I just have never... I'm just such a bad uh, promoter that <laughs> my website is somewhat archaic. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I was there not too long ago. Well, maybe... Actually, it's been a while. But I was... But I'm going to get better. <laughs> I promise. Royce. <laughs> it's, a, it's a promise to myself. Put, Royce, put Mike back on. <laughs> <laughs> what is your website? My website is michaelconnell.net. And there you can see, you know, you can buy my first album, Unemployable. <laughs> and uh, soon enough, you will be able to buy Sad Songs to Get Sad To, which okay. is my upcoming album. And it, it, will it feature the songs that we just heard? Yes, it will have those songs and uh, a couple other real fucking bummers. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, yeah. everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. May you all find lovers on this Valentine's Day. Thank you for coming so much. Thank you. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir.